Hello, and welcome to Domain Investing Podcast. My name is Jason. I live in Florida, and I'm passionate about software testing, domain investing, and web entrepreneurship. Right off the bat, I want to clear some things up. I'm new to domain investing. And uh, when I started my website and podcast, I wanted to document my journey to help other uh, folks who were new uh, find tools to get better at what they do. And those tools can be uh, blogs uh, or forums, uh, various tools for registering or finding new domain names. Uh, I've seen lots of, recently, I guess, I've seen lots of industry folks make comments or, or tweets on social on uh, Twitter about, uh, you know, only listen to experienced folks. And I think that's uh, a valid uh, and good advice. But I think uh, there's real value in what I have to offer here. Uh, the, uh, there are some challenges, how to learn, who to contact, and talk to, uh, what tools to use. And, and those are things that I, I want to help uh, domain investors with, whether they're new or experienced. So I'm uh, sharing my experiences, uh, my life, and I hope it helps, uh, you know, Maybe one person uh, that I'm okay with that, and and maybe if the other folks are entertained for a little bit, I'm okay with that too. Uh, so thanks for listening, and I hope you continue to tune in as long as you find added value. And today, uh, for the first time ever, I have a sponsor. That sponsor is SiteGround. Uh, so, and I'll talk about it later. But I've been using SiteGround to build uh, two new websites, and I can highly recommend their services. I use them. Uh, so uh, sometimes I build websites for others, and I build them for myself, and uh, I use them to host customers' websites. So if you're using hosting or you're looking for a new host, check out SiteGround. Uh, you can check them out. I've got an affiliate link for you that I'll put in the show notes. It's uh, siteground.com forward slash go forward slash Jason of Florida. And uh, just want to give you a couple things that I really like about SiteGround. Uh, first of all, they're free. Uh, or excuse me. <laughs> to set up an SSL cert is free and very easy. Uh, and that's important. So you need to have, uh, you know, HTTPS set up on your website. Uh, and you can do that very easily with SiteGround. Uh, they have easy WordPress setup on new sites. They also offer uh, services to uh, uh, transfer from another host. I haven't used that yet. Uh, and they have free email with your domain. And those are just three uh, quick points about the services they offer. And like I said, uh, so far I've had contact support once for a question. They were courteous and helpful. And, uh, I like to use chat. So they, you know, answered my question quickly. So I can recommend them. So I'm going to move on from that, but, uh, check them out. Uh, so in today's show, I'm going to tell you what I've been into recently. I'm going to talk about NamesCon. If I'm going to go, why or why not? 
And in segment three of the show, I'm going to talk about buying more domains from private buyers instead of auctions. All right, so let's just jump right into it. What have I been into recently? Well, first of all, Happy New Year. Uh, hope everyone had a an amazing Christmas and got to see some friends and family. And it's been a busy month. Uh, while uh, I've actually been off work for uh, a couple weeks. And uh, I wish I could have got more of my... Uh, uh, side hustle or, or whatever you want to call it more work done on that but I haven't and I've focused on really taking some time off but I have been doing a lot of things um, so I just want to touch base and, and tell you guys what I've been working on I think in the last podcast episode I talked about uh, launching my first affiliate site well at that point I was just kind of really grinding through uh, getting some articles written and uh, right before Christmas, I was able to launch that website. It's on a brand new domain. Uh, it's a WordPress website on a geo domain. So it's a, it's not just a state. It's actually a, a city, uh, a kind of a tourist area. Uh, it's one of the first ones I hand registered as a domain investor. But I realized pretty quickly uh, that it may not be a great domain to resell. So initially, uh, I thought, well, I'll write an ebook and I'll put it up there. And uh, that I still intend to write ebook. I've got about, oh, I want to say about 2,800 words written on it, but I'm uh, finishing up some research on it. So in lieu of doing that, I went ahead and turned it to an affiliate site. Uh, in August, I actually threw up a quick web page. It was just an empty, empty uh, template uh, for. I actually changed templates, but it was an empty, empty WordPress uh, template. And then, uh, so the site is actually an Amazon affiliate. Uh, and you know, I don't know if you have experience with Amazon affiliate sites, but they're actually becoming an Amazon affiliate. is actually very, very easy. And I may write an article about it later uh, if you'd like to. Love to hear from you if that would be something useful. Uh, and I'll put one together. Uh, and you can reach me, contact at jasonoflorida.com. So, so the website, the geo domain, Currently has 10 informational articles. Those took me about six hours a piece to write. Uh, that included, you know, inserting the graphics and the ads, uh, not to mention doing quite a bit of research. Uh, they're based on the uh, keyword golden ratio, which is popular, popularized by Doug Cunnington, which I spoke of in my uh, uh, last podcast and I'll, I'll in the show notes I'll throw a YouTube video up of his where he talks about the keyword golden ratio but essentially uh, uh, this is the short version of it right and you can you know basically watch his videos or do the reading but the, the short version is so you do your keyword research and you decide I want to write uh, you know an article about um, golden retrievers in Seattle, right? And you find all the, the keywords related to golden retrievers in Seattle. Uh, 
then you do an all-in title search. So to do that in Google, go to google.com, type in all-in title colon no spaces, all-in title colon, and then you type in your keyword. All right, and then you note. Uh, Doug provides a spreadsheet, but you could do it yourself. Uh, you note how many search results there are. Then you find a, a good keyword tool. Right now I'm using uh, Neil Patel's um, Uber Suggest uh, because it is a free tool. Uh, so I'm using that currently. Uh, you go in and you find the monthly search volume of that keyword. And the caveat is for the keyword golden ratio to work, according to Doug, then uh, the search volume should be 250 monthly searches or under. All right. So what you do is you take the, let's see, I have my notes here. You divide the all in title by search volume. All right. For example, if the all in title returns 25, and the search volume for a month is 100. That gives you a keyword golden ratio of 0.25, which would be a good uh, keyword to write an article on. So anything under 0.25, you're safe. So that that's it. And I'll, uh, I'll throw that little golden nugget into the show notes as well. So updating on the website uh, right now, you know, it's been live for a couple weeks. Traffic is very minimal. I think I've had uh, one search click <laughs> um, since launching. So I launched live, went live on December 18th. And uh, right now, uh, all the articles, none of them are showing up on the first page of Google yet. And that's okay. There's going to be a burn-in process. And, you know, in my mind, it's going to take at least, it's going to take about a year uh, to see if it's going to work. And I'll keep you updated. So if you have questions uh, or comments, please reach out to me. Uh, you can email me. You can reach me on Twitter, uh, so on and so forth. You know my contact information, at Jason of Florida on all the social media outlets or contact at jasonflorida.com if you want to email me. Uh, and, you know, if you have further questions about Amazon affiliates, I'll be happy to share what information I know. Uh, moving on, I spent uh, the holidays uh, in my hometown in Kentucky. So uh, the day after Christmas, my wife and four kids and I drove to Kentucky from Florida. And let me tell you, as you would imagine, if you recently uh, went uh, excuse me, if you recently went home, if you went home ho over the holidays, or I'm sure you have at some point in your life, then it's just a mixed bag of emotions, right? Uh, so I left uh, Kentucky about nine years ago, and that was primarily due to underemployment. And it was very difficult for me to get my foot in the door uh, anywhere, literally. Uh, in fact, <clears throat> what was interesting is my wife, as we kind of took our tour of the town and saying, you know, trying to figure out what has changed and what's new, uh, actually haven't been home in about four years. Uh, neither of us have, 
uh, it was funny that I would remark, oh, I applied for a job there. Um, so, uh, bittersweet leaving. Another note is that the place is is dirty. And the thing about going up north and, you know, Kentucky, my hometown's in northeastern uh, northeastern Kentucky. And, you know, in the wintertime there can be uh, snow or rain and it's just, you know, creates havoc on the roads and on people's car. And it's also a cold town, so it's dirty, um, you know, and that's just something I remember and, and that kind of sticks with me. And like many other cities in the Midwest, it's ravaged with a drug problem and and those issues associated with drug abuse. And it, it saddens me a great deal, right? It's just incredibly sad. The, the folks there are incredibly hardworking, incredibly good people. Um, but drug abuse really... Um, can turn good people into bad people. And, you know, I, I, I think that my personal theory is that I think that underemployment or unemployment, you know, leads to really a cycle of abuse, um, which leads to deeper po- poverty, desperation, uh, people still to provide for themselves or their habit or their families, and ultimately, that's hurting themselves and their loved ones. And it's just an incredibly hard uh, cycle, terrible cycle. And uh, I wish I had an easy solution. Uh, but folks, you know, many folks in Appalachia and across the Midwest, small towns, are really uh, fighting the same battle. Um, so, you know, in, in this town... Uh, there used to be, a, you know, a very large steel mill. At one point, I think it was the largest steel mill on the East Coast. Has a, a big oil refinery. Uh, long story short is over the course of starting about in the 80s, then uh, the steel mill uh, started declining, uh, and then it closed uh, fairly recently in the last few years, uh, which... In turn, there's a Coke plant. So if you're not familiar, so not Coca-Cola, but if you're not familiar how they produce steel, then they turn coal into the stuff called Coke, uh, which is superheats the steel. Um, so those are kind of hand in hand. So that, that plant closed. And then uh, there was a large train uh, kind of CSX as a large train company. And they employed thousands as well, and that's essentially went to minimum staffing. And, you know, I commented that, I I told my wife, is there was just a feeling of desperation. Uh, and, And that's not a negative thing, right? Like, I've been there, and I understand the feeling, uh, but wow, what an incredible, uh, bunch of people there and I love them and um, you know at the end of the day it's my home and I miss it and I love I love the familiarity of it you know those roads I could drive them with my with my eyes closed um, and I desperately want to help 
and I'm kind of actively struggling with how to help and what capacity and 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 what way I can do that. <clears throat> and I enjoyed a, some great time with my family, and it was great seeing them, and uh, just overjoyed to uh, to have that experience over the holidays. All right, so what else have I been going on? Uh, domain investing. So uh, I finally got about two domains, and I spoke about it on the last podcast, planfully.com and islandpack.com. I'd bought those, and I just hadn't had... They hadn't made the priority to list them, so I finally got them listed on After Nick and um, and on the website. And I've got landers put up on there now, so that's done. Uh, it took me, you know, just a few minutes. It's just something I hadn't prioritized. And then a big change that I made is that I changed all of my domain names from uh, Buy It Now. I had a few that were make offers, but I changed all of those to Buy It Now or Make an Offer to Price Upon Request. And I actually uh, wrote an article about that. Uh, It's called, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, but it's basically uh, compares, it's Domain Sales Strategy, Price Upon Request. You can find it on the tech blog. Let me see if I can pull it up for a quick review. Um, but basically, there are seven comparisons between buy it now versus pi- price upon request. Talk about them a little bit in depth. And I, uh, you know, what I want to say about it is that five out of seven times price upon request favors the domain investor versus two out of seven for buy it now. So read that article. I'll put it in the main notes. Uh, Check it out on my tech blog, jasonflorida.com. And then I've actively, you know, I've really spent some time uh, when I've had a few minutes uh, looking to add to my portfolio. Uh, But the prices for the domains I want to buy are just insane right now. And uh, I think they're overpriced. And so I'm not going to spend that for them. Um, So... (laughs) Long story short, um, I recently was I had contacted an attorney that I use for my business, and they're a very uh, they have like a you know three letter name. I guess they have like three partners. Let's say abclaw.com. Uh, so their their website is abclawgroup.com. That's not exactly it, but uh, you know you could probably figure it out if you wanted to, but. Whatever. So let's say their website is abclawgroup.com. Well, I noticed that in the expired auctions, abclaw.com. And I thought, wow. Uh, so I did some checking on it, and there's actually a lot of firms called ABC Law all around the country. And I thought, you know what? This would be a great domain. So I went and bidded on this was expired auctions, GoDaddy expired auctions. And I went up to $205. And then I cut it off because it still had, you know, 45 minutes or 40 minutes or 35 minutes. And I knew it was going to raise up. Uh, so I just bailed on that. Uh, because with those law domains, the way I understand is sometimes they can take a while to sell. Uh, so I'm just not prepared to, to sit on them. And I'm not prepared to make a uh, four, 350 400 $450, investment on something that's really just a couple thousand dollar domain that uh, is going to take 
several years to sell. So for me, the return on investment isn't there. And and then another thing I've uh, looked into a bit is I've considered buying a few dot city domains. Uh, so some of the places I'm doing some local uh, web development uh, for income or for some customers. Uh, the uh, you know citynamecom is registered in other or you know in .com or other. D- TLDs, but .com primarily. So let's say New York.com, right? Uh, and these are smaller towns, so not New York, but let's say Athens, Ohio. Let's go with that. So let's go with Athens.com. So those domains are registered, uh, but, you know, many, many cases, Athens.city isn't registered. And that to me is a pretty good DLD. And uh, I may dig into registering a couple of those for local business websites. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You know, and I wondered, uh, the, the, the thing that's holding me back right now is would there be confusion by users between city.com and city.city for local businesses? So let's say you, you lived in Athens, Ohio, and you were looking for, um, uh, whatever you might look for at Athens.com. Let's say Athens.com was a tourist website and you were looking for hotels, then maybe you would go to Athens.com. But if you saw an ad for Athens.city, would you confuse it? You know, that that's kind of my concern. I, I think that if you could differentiate yourself if it was a different type of business so if athens.com was a tourist um website you know with information about you know sights and sounds of athens ohio then maybe athens.city is a business directory so uh, i'm still going to think on that a bit but i think that it could fly love to hear your feedback comments get in touch with me um, and I'm also working on uh, two new websites for some customers. I've got one of them about stood up, um, just putting some finishing touches on it. And these are customers, uh, small businesses. They got small budgets. Um, both folks I know through the grapevine want to do a great job for them. Um, you know, but on that note, <laughs> why are local business websites so so bad you know i i don't know in some instances you can see that these are things that either the person has done themselves perhaps a family member but no way these are professional web developers right are professional web developers putting up terrible local websites man i hope not so uh you know that's just on my mind as, as I look around at kind of the scene and, and folks, if you own a local business, if you own a business at all, make sure your website is modern. Make sure it has all the things you need to have on a modern website. You know, don't, it should not look like it was built in the nineties or the two thousands or 2015. Right. So have a modern website. And I'm also working on a, a website for my local youth league here. They they run a um, an annual 5K race, and um, for various reasons I'll not get into. Um, we have to put the 
the payment and the registration on another website. And last year I did not have time. Uh, so I've been working on that. Uh, I added one little tiny thing on my on jasonflorida.com. One thing I've been wanting to add is uh, the terms and conditions, privacy, and a cookie policy. So I did that. And that's been on my wish list for several months. I just hadn't had time to get to it. So that's all done. And then uh, back to the local youth league that I kind of help out with their IT stuff. Then the uh, one of the branches of the league, it was a travel team, uh, actually got in touch with me. They had lost their domain name. So they had, you know, abcsoccer.net, let's say, and um, it was registered by a volunteer many years ago, and suddenly their email stopped working. Well, I'm going to tell you that I had no idea (laughs) that we even uh, owned or had email flowing through abcsoccer.net. So uh, since... October, either late October, early November, I've been in touch with GoDaddy. So the domain was registered through GoDaddy. Luckily, the the guys whose name is on it is actually uh, still uh, a volunteer there. So I basically had to send his driver's license, my driver's license, the 501c3 documentation of the league, uh, had to do some other verification and jump through a lot of hoops. And finally, uh, just over the holidays, I got notification that it was sent to my account. So I don't know if anyone has ever encountered that. I know that personally, you know, I <laughs> I keep track of my domains. They're important to me. It's a business. Um, but I've never had an issue with a customer or anyone else where they've just plain were not able to log into the domain that they couldn't access the email associated with the domain um, and that no one knew who registered the domain. No one knew anything about this. So um, thank you, GoDaddy. Uh, I say that because uh, I had to call them several times. And, you know, this is a a volunteer situation, and it was really, um, you know, not something I or anyone else gets paid to do. And they were gracious and finally able to get that into my name and uh, the next step is um, I have the league uh, domain registrar and hosting set up with another company so I'll transfer that over to them so that uh, all the passwords and such are are transferred into a a password manager that way the person who takes over for me someday will have all that information so that's the next step in that and did I mention, I also have a full-time job and four kids. So it's busy, 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 although I have been off work since a couple days before Christmas. And let me tell you, I have no idea what I even do there anymore. So it's going to be a fun Monday, you know. <laughs> if you've been off during the holidays, then you surely can relate to that. All right, so let's just jump right into segment two, which is NamesCon. Now, NamesCon is uh, it's going to be taking place in Austin, Texas, January 29th through, the f- uh, through February 1st. That's a Wednesday through a Saturday. Now, I haven't bought tickets yet, uh, but I think I'm about to. No, I don't really know. So I don't really have the money to, 
to spare on this. Uh, and it's, you know, the tickets I think are, I checked today, they were six ninety nine. That's full price. There's a number of places offering discounts around 30% off, which isn't too bad. But there's also the travel, you know, and I'll probably, so I don't really prefer to fly. Uh, flying is a nuisance. Uh, there's, you know, I, I, I'm kind of a worry ward. I don't like worrying about getting to the airport and, you know, checking my bags and worrying about the size of their carry-ons, worrying about the size of them or the weight of them and getting through security and um, all that stuff. So I don't really like it. Um, so luckily, Austin's pretty close for me. I live in the Panhandle, Florida. Uh, I haven't looked it up on Google, but it's probably an eight, nine-hour drive, maybe. Uh, so... Uh, I think I'll make that drive. And what's cool about it is, is my son, who I've mentioned, my oldest son, who's 15, he's been helping me out with it. And I mentioned it to him. I said, hey, buddy, would you like to go to Austin with me to go to this convention? I don't know. Maybe it's lame. If you don't want to go, let me know. And he was really kind of um, dismissive of it. And then uh, about a week ago, he was like, hey, Dad, um, are we still doing that thing? Um, so, as a dad, that makes me happy. Um, so, it looks like he may go with me. Um, and the reason I want to go is really to to kind of meet some of the industry folks, uh, do a bit of networking it's for my business growth. I think that's important. Um, you know, I work in kind of seclusion. Uh, I think we all do. Like we we rely on the internet, right? So I'm feeling all shut out from the industry, big boys. Uh, but I think that's to be expected. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago I wrote an article about the Domain King. I did a Q and A with him. Uh, thanks again, Rick. I really do appreciate you participating uh, in that Q and A. It got a lot of uh, hits. Uh, I think someone posted a link on Names Pro. And then it was uh, also on another website. Uh, so I appreciate those guys for uh, getting that out there. I think it, I hope that they added some value. <clears throat> so I look forward to kind of, you know, when you, when you write articles and try to discuss tooling and, and reach out to folks, I think that they're waiting to see if you're going to make it, you know, and, and that's okay. Um, but, uh, you know, it's an uphill climb when you're starting a business, when you're doing a thing, and, and I'm okay with that. So this would be a good experience for me and some exposure for my business, and maybe I'll do a podcast from there. We'll see. Um, so NamesCon, uh, which is cool, I checked out their website today. They have a cool uh, um, top-level top domain if you haven't checked them out. It's namescon.global. I think .com redirects there. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that's definitely interesting. Um, so basically the first day they have newcomer and pro tracks uh, you can select from. I'll select the newbie one because uh, I'm a new guy. Uh, and then on Thursday they have uh, the Domain Economic Forum where they're going to be talking about uh, transparency in the domain name industry. And I think that's really, really important. And that would help, you know, more transparency if there were... I'm hesitant to ever require... I don't think it should be required uh, that folks report domain name sales. 
But I think if we could understand exactly how many were sold uh, and understand how many we knew what were sold for and how many we didn't know, like that, the, that's good data to have as an industry. And it would really help uh, me definitely, you know, set a price, understand values across the industry. And it would help uh, those buying domain. Right now, it kind of feels like the uh, an insider's game, and that that's horseshit, right? Like, I know that you know the old guard in any industry they want to protect what they have, and and that's one hundred percent understandable, right? Like, if I were in those guys' shoes, I understand that. Uh, but I think for new folks and for moving forward and for the world just isn't made that way anymore, right? And we need to really open it up and become transparent and report your report your sales, uh, report your your purchases, even right. Like I, I'm going to tell you, I'm I'm hesitant to do that. Uh, the information is mostly available online if you're interested, um, but especially for the sales, like it bothers me that those sales can go completely unreported um so uh kind of next thing uh they also have a domain auction so i'll put a link in the show notes but they have a list of domains uh already and let me just see if i can pull that guy up if i didn't close it in my browser already ah here we go so i haven't counted them um it looks like 1,320 domain names uh, will be for sale, uh, according to the website there. And I'll, I'll, again, I'll put that in the show notes. And I just want to talk about a few, uh, just a couple that I like personally. Obviously, there are some uh, pretty pretty nice ones. You know, the one word.coms, the short one word.coms, those are pretty cool. Um, so I'm just kind of glaze over those. Anyone can see that stop.com is a great domain name, right? So I, you don't need to hear that from me, but, but here's a couple that I think, uh, I wouldn't say fly under the radar, but these are great domains, right? So, uh, that, that aren't necessarily uh, show stopping or eye popping domains. So the first one is safevape.com, S-A-F-E-V-A-P-E.com. And so with recent safety issues about uh, vaping that has caused, I think, was it Juul? I don't, I don't know if uh, they've shut down. I know like their CEO uh, resigned and there's been a bunch of, I'm sure, I'm certain there's going to be lawsuits and stuff, right? So uh, safevape.com could really be a huge monetized website. You know, vaping is not going away, right? Just like cigarette smoking isn't going away or or any of those vices. So if you can monetize that, then you've definitely got something. So safevape.com. Another one uh, that is a short one word.com is drone.com. And I think this is going to be huge because right now we almost really the only drones that uh, regular folks are aware about are like you know, military drones, right? But the drone industry is going to be huge. It's going to be delivery for all types of things. 
right? So imagine the the equivalent, I guess, would be cars.com, right? Or uh, motorcycle.com or something like that. So I I think drone.com, buy low, man. Next one, electricmotorcycles.com. So this one's a bit long, um, but uh, I think it's awesome because I think that's going to be a thing in the future, right? Like, uh, I don't know if Tesla's making electric motorcycles yet, uh, but I'm certain they're made, and they will be a thing in the future, right? Like, the one of the benefits to riding a motorcycle, aside from the, you know, wind in your hair and, and the sex appeal of the whole situation, then... Uh, is that they're cheap on gas, right? Um, but the next step in that is electric motorcycles, which would be great for uh, mass transit in large cities. Or I guess mass transit isn't the right word, but um, you know, worldwide, there's a ton of uh, folks that ride bikes and, and mopeds uh, to get around. And I, I think that'll eventually catch on here and already is if you... You know, go to any sizable city. You can rent electric scooters to get around. So I think that's a great domain name. And the last one, I think it's interesting. So I wouldn't say it's a great domain or even uh, a domain I'm in love with, but it's toil.com, T-O-I-L.com. And that's a great brandable domain name. And it's short, and it's memorable, but, you know, <laughs> after I recognized it I, it, I started to think to myself, how how do you even spell toil, right? Maybe you're a better speller than me, but um, how do you even spell it? You know, but there's some other things that you can do with that. Uh, it's tea oil, perhaps, Um but uh, it's an interesting domain name to be on that list, I think. So those are those are four of my takeaways, and I'll put the the link to the NamesCon uh, website that has all their uh, live auction lists. All right, so segment three, right? <laughs> I call this segment "Sell Me Your Domains." So quite frankly, as I mentioned, kind of in the opening. I'm really disgusted at the pricing on auction sites. You know, just like I mentioned, you know, abclaw.com. You know, I don't think it's worth, in my mind, I'm not going to pay a couple hundred bucks for something that's going to sell for a couple thousand in five to ten years. Maybe, right? And and uh, so... But that's not the only one. There's an amazing, astounding amount of terrible domain names. And when I say terrible, right? Like, they have to be... They're not top tier. You know, if I'm looking at them, obviously I think something of them. A lot of times I'm thinking, when I buy a domain name, what I think is, would I build a, build, would I build a business on this website? So... You know, but they're not, you know, I'm not shopping for the one word dot coms. Uh, I'm shopping for good two word dot coms. Uh, sometimes uh, I'm tr- looking a bit more in the dot IO and the dot CO area. But uh, to go a couple hundred 
couple thousand dollars at an expired auction or if you go to Cedo or you know any of these others uh, other auction sites named jet then the prices that these that these are going for are insane it's literally not only going to take years to get an end user to buy them but the reality is these are other domain investors in most cases uh you know on on namejet on Cedo on GoDaddy, these are not end users buying these domain names. These are domain investors, which means they expect to get a you know a decent rate of return. And to me, it doesn't make sense you know to buy a terrible you know if it's a two word. Uh, and so those are just the ones that I like. But let me tell you, there are you know three word, you know, or misspelled words, or things that could be um that are hard to spell like those aren't great domain names who are these folks buying all those right and um so anyways so this is my plea sell me your domains so what i'm going to do as a domain investor i'm going to just start reaching out to some new folks or excuse me i'm going to reach out to some folks that own domain names that I can talk to them on a one-on-one or email them or call them and see if I can get a better price that way because I think I can. Uh, so I may start exploring that and see how that goes. If you've had uh, any success or, or challenges in doing that yourself, I'd love to hear it or any thoughts on it if you think it's foolish. If you think the prices for domains right now are good, or okay, or uh, then I'd love to hear that too, right? So definitely reach out to me. And folks, that's all I got for this. You know, when I when I wrote out the show notes, I thought this is going to be a really long podcast, uh, but I'm sitting at about 40, 40 minutes right now, which is not very long. Um, so I just want to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate that. And if you know anyone that uh, is into domain investing or web entrepreneurship uh, and they are avid listeners of podcasts i really would appreciate if you'd recommend my podcast to them Uh, if you feel like it you can rate it on the various platforms for podcasts are available visit me on my website jasonflorida.com follow me facebook twitter instagram pinterest all at jason of florida or by email, contact at Jason of Florida. I'll have a, another podcast in about a month or so. And I really appreciate you tuning in today. And I look forward to talking to you next month.